There's too many home losers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Why didn't you go to, uh, wait, did you choose not to go to a reunion? Uh, what happened was, I believe this was for the five-year high school reunion. I, um, it, it was at like a catered hall place thing, and we all had like a set dollar amount that we had to pay to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, but then people started like dropping out, and then it went to the, over the threshold where like the person who was organizing was like, I can't cover for all these people that are dropping out now so the price is raised so then like a new wave of people dropping out they were like well that price raised so now we're not going and then it just kept happening to the point where it ended up being like two hundred dollars to go and then like three people went oh no kind of saying just nobody came uh they had like a you know but the people that went said they had like a fucking awesome time so like good for them uh no not good for them i'm sorry i mean don't go to your high school reunion. That's is that the me- okay message of the podcast. Do not go. I'm just I don't even know this. The is people on. who ended up going probably suck. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm trying to think. Um. Okay. No, I know for one fact. Randy Viz- Ventosaurus Rex. Basically, we're recording the podcast. So, That's do you want to say their real name? I'm gonna say Randy Venta. I might be getting. I'm gonna say Randy Viz- Ventosaurus Rex because I don't remember. Uh, Randy. Ventosaurus Rex. He was nice. I don't remember his last name properly, or I'm saying it exactly mm-hmm. right, and I'm just not feeling confident about it. But uh, he, you know, he he was in the photo. Mark Young. Mark Young was a great person. He's very oh, friendly that's such with a everybody. High name. Mark Young. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 But I mean, genuinely nice guy. Um, so I don't know that. Uh, I think you're right. And then everyone else sucked. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a few people in a room that are always worth saving. But <laughs> most rooms, no one is worth saving. And then, uh, case in point, Jurassic movies. All right. No, we're is, just, okay, is that, we're your, just, way of, is that, yeah, is that your way of introducing I it? I didn't mean to steer the conversation, but I just, I have my notes. No, I, up, I'm so. ready. Jim, what do you say you do? You bring us in proper. Yeah, I'll do it real quick. Hi. Welcome to Rotten Treasure. Uh, we watch Jurassic World. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hey, Jim. Hi, Kai. How are I you? My, I know. That was really sad. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Just like so laxed. No, I'm sorry. Hey. Yeah, it's a, we're going to have a relaxed uh, podcast because we have a returning guest. Uh, I... Did not grab your old thing, so I'm just going to say Philadelphia improviser and returning guest. <laughs> it's Hen Smith. Thank you. <laughs> member member of AARP, you do not need to be 55. You saw this so, TikTok? I saw the TikTok, and you know that I signed <laughs> up for that $12 a year discount on any hotel or rental car that I ever need to pursue. I missed the TikTok. What's the, what's the, what's talking? What's, what's ticking? You don't need to be 55 or 50 to sign up for AARP, and it's just like $12 a year, and they send you like 40% off at this thing, and eat at this restaurant, but don't pay a bunch. Oh, mm-hmm. I liked it. I wanted you to stop that way earlier. Just don't pay. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> this is so much fun. You just get the dine and dash. Yeah, so that's my, bu- that's a, like, that is my preferred intro bumper thing, is just like AARP member, Hen Smith. That's perfect. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I I saw that I think last night, and I went, huh. Well, 
I'm not going to take advantage of that. Other people need that uh, thing. Uh, I, why would I do that? And then everyone else was like, oh, why don't I do that? That's an easy thing. I'm just going to sign up and like only pay $12 a, a year for it. Or was it $12 a year a month? Please don't tell me that I've ruined myself financially by signing up for AARP. Because I do not know. I think it's a year. I think it's a year because it's meant for people 55 plus. But you can sign up at any age. Yeah. You hear I, that, toddlers who are on our podcast? <laughs> if you want to sign up for it, I don't care how young you are. If you're a three-year-old listening to this podcast, tell your parent they're doing a terrible job. <laughs> but also sign up. <laughs> get those yeah. savings yeah technically because uh the person who put it up was like there is no age restrictions whatsoever so a toddler could do it i think unless you need it like a driver's license or something you can get a fake id for sure for a toddler <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely put a mustache on it you're good to go i almost <laughs> bought a fake id when i was like 15 not to go drinking not to buy beer because you were not allowed to go to Dave and Buster's if you were under 21 without someone who was 25 or older. Wow. Yep. I, so if you're, you're 21, you're dating 25-year-olds, so you can go to Dave and Buster's? No, I think, yeah, no, I think if you're 20, you can't go with, like, your group of 21-year-old friends mm. under 25, which okay. is wild. Dave and Buster, please Figure it out. get your stuff together. Something tells me with that specific scenario, the person at the front would be like, yeah, just go in. Who cares? Like, <laughs> what, what's going to what's the worst that's going to happen to me? You leave your, I, lose your job at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's not the worst. I guess the worst that could happen is you get uh, fined. And that is actually pretty bad. I'm not giving up my really good job at Dave and Buster's, you know, like if I'm the if I'm the person checking the IDs, that's a great job. I would love that. I don't think I can handle bartender at the Dave and Buster's because I've I've met bartenders at Dave and Buster's and they don't seem happy because um, they talk to the most depressing people in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kids. <laughs> no uh parents who are just fucking had it and are just like i don't care i'm just gonna drink here and my kids are gonna go run around <laughs> but the the problem is easily solved if you're a parent at dave and buster's go play a video game yeah go have some fucking yeah. fun yeah yeah go yeah. play fruit ninja because they have the big fruit ninja there that's actually a, more fun than i expect it to be to be fair, I've gone in the afternoon, and that's probably why I have a sour taste in my place, or in my like in my mouth for this place. Like that's, if you're midday, your kid like drinking, <laughs> your kid <laughs> is just playing around. Like oh, I'm like all right, I'm just there midday drinking because I don't have kids and I'm an adult and I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I went, I went there on a date one time, and that was that was fun. You know, we we just sat and drank because it was just that was the only bar we could go to at the time. So. But never a second date with this person? Nah, we didn't have the chemistry. That was it, basically it. Is it one of the, because they had like a complicated two-person game where like you tried to like hit the, the boxes or squares at the same fucking time and they didn't do it because they were like, ah, I don't know. No, nope. Just the two of us were just like, okay, well, we are both nice people, but uh, this we're just not meshing together. So let's, yeah. not, let's not do the rest of this. Like I said, we didn't even play the games. We just sat and drank and mm. talked to each other about... Mostly basketball, actually, which is wow. 
I guess the sign of like early on being like, oh yeah, I guess this isn't gonna work out. Wait, wait, wait! You're yeah. telling me it would it doesn't work out with people you talk about basketball with? No. Well, I mean, she actually had something interesting with basketball because um, so she was in a um, she was in a wheelchair uh team and she would play for in like halftime for the Sixers sometimes. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, tell me more. Uh, and that's actually uh how we got on basketball and then we ended up talking about actual basketball and then that's when it got boring yeah there's only so many times you could be like oh ben simmons hasn't scored a three-pointer yet and then you're like you're like i don't know who that is (laughs) i'm just a i don't know if you noticed this about me jim i'm able to talk for a long time I try not to be like looking back at my dating history. There's definitely a lot of times where I feel bad for whoever I was going on a date with because it was just me vomiting at them with words for like 75 percent of it. I was at a point in my dating where I was where like looking back, I'm like, man, I feel bad for you because you saw like this weird version of myself that wasn't quite ready to talk to people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Early dating is terrible. I'm so glad I didn't have Tinder at the time when I was doing it, though. Because I would have had access, like, mostly I just, I'm saying for the benefit of the other people, because then I would have gone on more dates with a version of myself that's not ready for humans. Um, but yeah, no. Ugh. Yeah, I can't imagine having to to deal with that at the same time of just, like, figuring out being, like, it was nerve-wracking enough without it to just be like, hello, we go to class together. Would you like to go food? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've been a treasure the entire time I've been alive, so I don't oh, know. Oh, really? You've just been perfect <laughs> yeah. the whole time? Okay. Oh. How did you pull that off? You just uh, fake it till you make it. That's the saying, right? But you didn't have to fake it. You just already had made it. Yeah. Don't see through the cracks, okay? Because <laughs> holding me together. I didn't take the opportunity to call myself a rotten treasure, The whole, you know? And I'm a little yeah. bit mad at myself. Yeah, you're a treasure to me. Thanks, man. I'm like, you know, the sixth installment of, like, Friday the 13th, you know? That one's not very good. Which one are you like? No, that one is good. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. That is good. I was thinking of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That one, the sixth one for that one is not very good. Yeah. They hadn't gotten to the seventh one, which is, uh, in some people's opinion, including mine, is the best one. It's really good. I'll find out. A lot happens that doesn't happen you know what i mean like it's a lot of just scenes of things happening yeah that is it could by be the, an hour and a half but it's not what that is, is like two hours three hours how long are we talking here i think it's probably two hours they can cut out a half hour of the seventh movie you could say that about any movie and everyone would be like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except for whatever reason the fast and furious franchise people will go for three hours they don't care how long these fucking movies are <laughs> They probably want more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never been to one. I just I feel like I, I've met enough people who are all about them. Gotta check them out. I would say, I would say of I this is uh, me transitioning a little bit. Uh, I would say that Jurassic World did have like a good length for itself. Of its if of the things that could complement it, it did feel like <laughs> it like oh, okay, this was a good length. I I never felt like all right, let's get this over with. Wait, mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't it two hours? Maybe 2.10. Oh, jeez. Two hours and four minutes, I believe. Yeah, something like there that. Was, and I know this not because I am a super fan, but because <laughs> there was an issue on Plex last night. 
So that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I legally plans. downloaded this. Was it okay? <laughs> you, and you wanted to, uh, like Kai had put this out and been like, "Hey, does anyone want to watch Jurassic World?" And you were like, "Oh, please, me." So do do you love this movie? I love Aunt Claire so much. <laughs> okay. That words cannot describe it, but I will use my words. What is it and you I love want, about? I want to I, I want to share like uh, different parts of her as we go along. Okay. Um, but just okay. Sp- I, sprinkle it in. Yeah, you can't just you gotta savor it. Right. I like at the top. I'm just gonna say that people paint her to be a villain. I do not paint her to be a villain. She is a hero. Uh, no. Remind me that is Bryce Dallas Howard. Is my is it my correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Offspring okay. of Ron Howard. Wow, I did not know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us red, on your pod. Thanks hair. for having us on your podcast. It's really nice to be here. <laughs> I I would I think all of the problems with Aunt Claire are things that like the filmmakers did to her. Like for me, well, actually, her wearing the high heels while running that was her that was Bryce Dallas Howard's choice. But mm. uh, otherwise, it was like, why would you put her in a white suit and then not make it dirty until? weirdly at the end like she should have been covered in grass stains much much earlier than that i have complained about what is it this is the same thing in jurassic park 3 why are you people wearing white you're around dinosaurs it gets dirty around dinosaurs usually so like don't wear white mm-hmm. it's yeah. not safe but those people got instantly dirty yeah uh, like the second they drop on the island she is halfway through the movie clean as a whistle and then all of a sudden, she's completely disheveled, uh, sweating, despite the fact she had run for like half the movie, not sweating a bit. Then she like settles mm-hmm. down for a second, drenched in sweat. Mm-hmm. But that's Good. not Bryce Dallas Howard's or Aunt Claire's fault. That is no. the editor and the director. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or I, I didn't like her chemistry with uh, that guy, Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris that Pratt. guy. That's what we'll call. No, no. We'll he doesn't get his full name. We'll just call him that guy. Yeah. Well, so their relationship, they're obviously ex exes. I don't know if lovers or just dates, but they're exes. Oh. But it's just everything that he's so miserable the entire movie. And why? Why do you make your protagonist miserable? Yeah, it's not fun. I, I at no point really was like. I cared about him being happy at any point through the film. <laughs> uh, nope. And what has he done to Anna Faris? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> oh, I cannot, I cannot divorce actors from their roles ever. So yeah. in my mind, I see him. You hurt Anna Faris. You hurt her feelings. <laughs> so Chris, what are you doing on my movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was hard to, I I made the mistake of watch, oh, wow, I'm going to lose religious followers maybe for this one, but I, I made the mistake of just like Googling him and then also just like watching him accept that like MTV speech. And then I was like, all right, now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to learn like much, I'm just going to get a taste of Chris Pratt in my mouth real quick before watching this. And I I Googled the wrong content. Uh, Maybe I should have watched like a Parks and Rec episode. I don't know, but uh, no, not about it. I was just not going to watch him for two hours. Oh. Oh, is it Justin? Is Justin Bieber also part of that church? No, it's his yeah, church. It's, he sponsors yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's one of those churches where like the um the main like 
pastor minister guy has like sneakers that cost like two thousand dollars mm-hmm. flies on jets but he like wears like cool like he's also like young and like he looks cool and he seems fun but it's very uh homophobic the whole entire i i remember that one someone had been like this is very anti-lgbtq and he was like no it's not end of conversation and i was like that's not enough for me that's (laughs) yeah yeah call him in let's get fucking c pratt in no i don't even give him a nickname but that guy in (laughs) Right now, I want, I want to talk to him. Ugh. So I, handsome, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's annoying about him. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I was actually turned off immediately with the guitar thing. I was like, you're not Indiana Jones. Get out of here. I'm not a... <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, guitar? Sorry, not guitar. Sorry. Wrong word. Uh, motorcycle? The same word. <laughs> Way different word than guitar. <laughs> I've had the longest 48 hours of my life, Jim. I'm so sorry. I, yep. No, I'm sorry. That's I'm really playing funny. my own improv game where I just say any, that was my first, that was my second ding. I just accidentally made its way in uh, mm-hmm. to the first try. Yeah. No, uh, and I don't like how he's living in this like shack. Be, not because I have it out for shack people. I love like Sha- Shaquille O'Neal fans, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, he's living within Shaq, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> but you know that the employees of Jurassic World, like, it's a very high-scale place. Mm-hmm. And I bet you that this character said, no, I don't want to live in the loft with everyone else. I want to live on the side of the road yep. in this house made out of plywood. And it's like, but you're... Why? why why oh designer why and he's he's salt of the earth just real mm-hmm. real real down-to-earth guy because he lives in this little tiny shack uh versus i don't know where bryce dallas howard lives but i, I imagine in the hotel everything is white yeah 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 white curtains white couch white rugs or like carpets. The... i don't know no she doesn't have carpet she has rugs like that Kim Kardashian house where everything was super white and everyone was like, your daughter lives here. Where's the, mm-hmm. yeah. Where's the, where's the excitement of color? <laughs> I want, yeah. I need like, Oh my God, actually you're making me think of, I, I'm, I recently lost a client at my cleaning service that I work at. I found out while I was been away and they had like a nineties Nickelodeon's like all that color level basement. That was completely juxtapositioned to their house. It was just completely nuts. It's like it was like so classy and just like calm. And then just downstairs was like, Wee! <laughs> did they uh, have the big corn? No, uh, but uh, <laughs> were you in Laurie Beth Denberg's house? No, actually, I was gonna say she lives there. She lives in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, oh my god, no, it is. It would have been great though. There's, I would, oh, that would have been the perfect place to like host like a fake Nickelodeon show though and and, like put buckets of slime on people and honestly the homeowners would probably go for it because they're very wacky individuals I wish them well thank you for letting me come into your wild card home uh I'll say her name so I can uh dub it over Lori Death Denberg if you want to go to her house does anybody want her address yeah okay (laughs) you you know you're going to dub that over with Lori Beth Denberg oh that works wait who was it again that lived there Lori Death Denberg Lori Death oh my name (laughs) That's what I'm going to use. I I'm love that, that band. That's my favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did that. That's Thank you very much. Appreciate that, Jim. Oh, Jesus. 
that person so, had a trajectory in their life and they went I, they when they were 11 years old they were like this is how i'm gonna live my life and i'm going to make every choice to do that and i'm like good for you i want I I wish I did that. or the person at both they're oh they're no. together they're one <laughs> no. now at this point <laughs> no not her the person with the house okay i was like wow you're really just calling out Lori Beth Denver. i'm not gonna call her out <laughs> because she deserves anything good i don't know what she's doing these days but she really does deserve a sketch show yeah that would be fun. honestly thing- i would have loved like a like a revival of like the adults i want to see them do sketch and see what that's about right now they did they do have the all that reboot which i know she was on but i think that was like right before the pandemic so oh i don't want reboot with like new kids i just want to see the adults try to do sketch oh yeah (laughs) they should have an snl episode where they're all back oh that would be awesome the all that episode yes Mm -hmm. all that lorne lorne check check mark for where lorne needs to listen yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll add him for the episode if that helps. <laughs> we'll see if that goes yeah. anywhere. <laughs> oh. Um. So I do want to. It's the traditional question, but I do actually want to know. Aside from just this one movie, uh, what is your relationship with the entire franchise as a whole? Okay, so I did see Jurassic Park in theaters as a young child. It was maybe one of the first few music movies I've ever seen. I know the first movie that I've ever seen in. The theater was hocus pocus oh uh, solid solid first yeah no i lied um home alone uh we don't like that movie we're very okay. anti home alone <laughs> 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 um but no i love i love them all and when i say i love them all i love one four and five because oh. two and three are not good well two is not good and three is technically not good but this is super entertaining, and I love this, despite the fact this is a completely trash movie and super uh, generic. It's very so, fun, but what is Aaron Carter doing playing that mom? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tay Leone. Okay, I thought I was like, the actual Aaron Carter was in this movie? No, but yeah. they had the exact same haircut at the exact right. same time. And then year. Shaq, Shaq was in this one. So perfect. Yeah, and that's how Jurassic Park 3 beat Jurassic World. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron yeah. Carter. You saved us. No, I just, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy these movies. Uh, don't forget to talk about the short. you got to watch the short. It just came out like a year ago. It's only like five minutes. So here's my honest opinion. Whoever's <laughs> watching the next movie should also watch the short. It's <laughs> on YouTube for free. It's very fun. What's it it's called? more like it's a, it's like a denouement, just Jurassic Park short. Okay. Wait, is it, it, it is it for Jurassic World, Jurassic World Two, or is it for Jurassic Park? It's it's uh it's takes place in the timeline between the most recent movie and then the movie that's coming out in like 2022. Oh, okay, cool. So it's like a little teaser, but it's a short film instead. We're gonna we're just gonna watch it right now. Just make the audience wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Wait five minutes, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead, then. No, but I, I like, I like this movie a lot because I think it's very fun. It's like modern, you know what I mean? Like we're not running around in a '92 Jeep, but we're riding around in like a ball made out of glass. I, I, okay. <laughs> My biggest, um, 
compliment to the movie is all of the attractions look so much fun and i would ride every yeah. single one of them they looked yeah. so cool i want to go so bad yeah i mean if it makes you want to ride the monorail then it's got to be a cool place <laughs> yeah yeah the monorail the the kayak adventure that they had for like two seconds i was like this is the coolest shit i've ever seen like yeah. i would absolutely go to this park but how much would you mm-hmm. spend per like would you see reasonable per ticket? What are we talking $20, about? Twenty thousand dollars. I have no idea how much money I'd actually spend. That's way too much money that I wouldn't actually spend. <laughs> I mean I to, see, tickets, to see tickets tickets are probably around twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. I imagine it's a week at Jurassic World. Uh all everything is included in like the uh the uh boat ride over, the hotel all of the food, margaritas, like that, mm-hmm. uh, like Jimmy Buffett, who was in this movie for uh, half a second. Is he the one who grabbed the two margaritas? Uh-huh. He's the margarita man. Oh, my God. That was literally him? Or that, was, a... that was yeah. my favorite. I loved that. I thought that was wow. so amazing. Do you remember when everyone was that guy for Halloween? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. He yeah. Became a, he became a meme. Because he had, he had one thing. It, it was at a Margaritaville. Because they had a Margaritaville there. I actually liked uh, how they had like a Pandora and a, a Starbucks. A Starbucks, yeah. yeah what do I, they I have go on the main street? Give me a ticket for like two hundred dollars, where I can just go to the main, like the main street, and like see like the the three D like interactive statues. Oh my god! Yes. The holograms. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What was what was the name of the two that were like sponsored? There was like Pepsi. There was like a Pepsi dinosaur, right? Oh well, it was definitely sponsored by Coke because there's one part where Chris Pratt very clearly drinks a Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, with like pinkies out and was just like points at it. It's yeah, cool. exactly <laughs> like that. This is good stuff. <laughs> I'm was, Chris Pratt. It was there's there's movie. one. Go ahead. I was gonna say, there's one point where they mentioned that they invested $26 million into the new dinosaur, and I was shocked at how cheap that is. When you think of a dinosaur, yeah, a yeah. thing that's not alive anymore, and they brought it back, it's $26 million. I would have thought that each dinosaur cost $300 billion to make. This is why I am not in finance. <laughs> yeah, Apple, but I was Apple computers could buy three. <laughs> I don't think anybody should really give themselves a hard time if they can't figure out how much dinosaurs like in gen- anything about dinosaurs should cost. Like we haven't had to deal with that for a little while. It's just like the, when the national debt is like whatever billions of dollars. Like a dinosaur's got to beat that in my mind. I don't know. I do not know the answer to this. That also because that was they were clearly shocked by the fact that it cost them twenty six million dollars. That implies that some of them were cheaper. Like, like you oh, could probably wouldn't get, it like, suck to be the cheap dinosaur? <laughs> I like I imagine like a Dilophosaurus is like five hundred thousand dollars a piece. And that's a Greek dinosaur. <laughs> a Greek dinosaur? It just sounds like uh, Uncle Joey's last name. I don't know. Uh, Dilophosaurus. What's his oh. last name? No, Gladstone. You're thinking Uncle Jesse. I'm thinking of Jesse. That's right. Yeah, Katsopolis. Katsopolis, yeah. Or was something, it was like Kessler in like the first season. Oh, and they changed it? <laughs> yeah. I'm. We're getting away from uh, the, the point. 
Uh, I got a Jim. You like you like quizzes and uh, guessing stuff, right? Yeah, I love it. Okay, this, great. Are you making fun of me because I did a quiz when I was thirteen? No, no, no. I mean, we can brag on you later for that, but I mean, it's too <laughs> soon. I mean, honestly, if I really nobody ever asks us, but please brag on Jim. That's what he wants. Please give him <laughs> shit <laughs> about a stupid teenage quiz about Jurassic Park three. <laughs> um, no. I they made a comment about how much uh, how many pounds uh, the island weighs and oh. I I had to Google uh, uh, like estimated how much Manhattan weighs and I'm just very curious if either one of you has a guess. Okay, you yeah. are right. I I do want to guess that. Yeah. Right. How much do you think Manhattan weighs? I want you to guess and then I want to tell you if I if it's more or less. Okay, you want okay I could do that, but, but I. I think you're going to go less because my my guess is three trillion pounds. You know, I don't know but <laughs> what I will say. What is the relationship between a billion and a trillion? Uh, how a many commas? How many commas are we talking about in a trillion? It's, it's one extra comma. Cool. So it's nine hundred and ninety nine more billions than one billion. Yes. OK. You said, one, pound, you said pounds, Jim? Yeah, I said pounds. Do you want me to convert that to tons? No, you're going to keep it in pounds. We're going pounds on this. <laughs> I have the, the total no, number. I have the amount of tons as well. I have both next to me, so you can choose. Uh, if, you what, what to, if, if you want to switch to tons, Hen, you go to switch to tons. <laughs> go ahead. I don't know the conversion. Uh, what, was your, what was your final guess? Th- three trillion pounds. Three trillion. I, okay. I don't, I don't know it either. I, I would have no fucking clue. I think I, it's exactly three trillion and one pound. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna prices right, mate. That's absolutely right. That's the only way to win. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to spay and neuter your pets, everybody. We'll be back after this break. <laughs> yeah, I have a really small window for the weight of Manhattan. <laughs> uh, all right, you ready? Yeah. Drumroll, Jim. Uh, that was a cat. That was just a cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like more the, like the cowardly lion more than anything else. <laughs> it's more like uh, like uh, like the 1960s version of a uh, Catwoman. <laughs> like yeah, you know what? Just give me that again. That's perfect. Just give us Eartha Kid again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you just sound like a little tiny, like like a like a little little propeller, <laughs> like Stuart Little's motorcycle. <laughs> Look, Jim, you need to do it right because the people want to know the answer, and you're just you're making this take too long. Are you gonna give us pounds? Give us pounds because that's what we get. <laughs> All right, uh, it is uh, two hundred and fifty trillion uh, four hundred. 16,934,000 pounds. I was so much closer than you. Infinitely <laughs> <laughs> closer than me. Uh, or for those of you who are all about tons, it is 125,208,467 uh, uh, tons. Yeah, now you know. It's not as big of a number, so I don't. But also, we could all be wrong. Who the fuck came up with this number? 
I don't know. And are we I don't playing have... New Yorkers as well as the buildings? I believe the the site that I got the stuff was calculating yes, the humans as well as also the the, the actual uh, the structures that we've built, including like concrete uh, fucking buildings that we've built. Uh, all that okay. business. I'm pretty sure the bridges they cut it in half because I mean you can't put that on the other side. You know, like you gotta. Yeah. You can't put that, you know, like, what are you going to blame Jersey for weighing a little bit more? You can't, don't get mad at Jersey. <laughs> can't do that. Absolutely not. But no, excellent work. Uh, you both get a C minus. For guessing, for basically guessing <laughs> within the trillions. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Uh, good job, Jim. Uh, that's a, That was that was good. I'm, uh, excuse well, me, I was the one who got the right answer. <laughs> I mean, look. Everyone hates that person who does that, all right? <laughs> you cheated. <laughs> we know well, you cheated. <laughs> well, in Hen's defense, my guess was three trillion. I was like, it's got I I really overshot that. So there is no way it is more than that. And then it I was off by a hundred times that. <laughs> you did great. You did great. I'm so proud of you. Oh my god. I forget. Do we go over like the plot of the movie or do we just we like can. rip on it? I mean, eh. we we can, but also, like, I didn't, did anyone, okay, what did you care that happened? Because I didn't really like this movie or care that anything happened. Why didn't you like the movie? Oh, I it's not a good know. movie. Um, it's, yeah, I don't, I, I feel I, like I was pick. go ahead, Jim. I was going to say, if I may try to articulate your words, it was not a good movie, like, movie, movie. Everything was bad. Everyone felt bad, but I still, I still it was ate so the content. I, yeah, I, I found things to enjoy. Like I had to stretch to be like, oh, okay, cool. I love how much BD Wong loves death. This is a new thing for me. I'm really into it. <laughs> um, sure, that was cool. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yep. He's always an interesting person to put in movies, and uh, I found myself actually being pissed that he wasn't scarier because I'm so used to him being like solid acting, came in hard, and I think that. Like, he definitely did his traditional role of just, like, we're going to do what I want to do because that's my character. But it was still, I don't know. Eh, eh, just He wasn't, it just felt like it was trying to be campy how mean he was, maybe. I don't know. It just felt fake. <laughs> but when I thought of it through that lens of, like, camp, that's when I started liking it. Okay. Mm. Okay. Cause like the first, the first half of it, I watched like, so the way I watched this was I watched the first half and then I did a uh, 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 daddy chat with the uh, daddy issues people, which I'm one of those. I don't know why I refer to them that way. Um, those and then those I, people. <laughs> then I watched the second half and the first half I was just like, oh my God, I'm annoyed by everyone. They're all the worst. What, what is going on? No one speaks like a person. This is, this is all, I, I don't feel anything for anyone. And then the second half, I was like, all right, let's watch this to watch dinosaurs mm. be dinosaurs to each other. I was like, this is greatest movie I've ever seen. Or impale mm-hmm. people through their chest with their beak. I, I loved that. I thought it was, that was like a, oh, that's an interesting way to die. A pterodactyl uh, stabbing you through the chest. Mm-hmm. If they mix Final Destination with this, that would have been a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you were in a regular situation where you were like trying to fend off dinosaurs, like casually not surrounded by death, and then surprisingly also like, oh my god, I would have never seen pterodactyl through the chest happening. I don't like the pterodactyls in three and four. Okay. 
Really? They are. They just seem cheap. I want to see land dinosaurs running after people, raptors, T-Rex, or T-Rex adjacent. Um, just running, running after people. I like. I loved the scene in the first one in the kitchen where they're just hiding from the raptors. It's really good Steven Spielberg scene. Yeah. Um, so I just don't like the pterodactyls, although I loved the chaos that ensued. Because I love, here's the thing about me. When I said that I want to go to Jurassic World, mm-hmm. I don't mean I want to go on another day. I want to go <laughs> on this day. You want to go? I want to go on this day so bad. When the, Oh, the day that, when that all the hell breaks loose. That's the I day I want to go on go. the day portrayed okay. in the movie. Yeah. I thought you meant like right now, like I'm getting a ticket. Like you're like, we're going. <laughs> no, because I want to be in, and I, I am in the wrong here. I want to be in a, a fictionalized, uh, like action, uh, like um, super, not supernatural, but um, disaster, disaster movie, like apocalyptic disaster, but not quite. No, a disaster. Yeah, and I want to live. I, I don't want to get hurt. But when I tell you that I want to walk around the Titanic as it's sinking, I want to mm. float around and walk around and run away, and. I want to be on the towering inferno, running away from the fire, and I want to be on in uh, at Jurassic World, running away from a dinosaur. Yeah. I was just gonna say, well, do I have an era of filmmaking for you, the 1970s, because they loved that shit back then. I love, I love 70s disaster movies. Poseidon Adventure? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. The reason that I am gay is because of the woman in <laughs> in, in the. Uh, in the dress, you know what I mean? The one who dies from the heart attack at the very end. Uh-huh. Oh, it's been yeah. so long since I've watched Poseidon Adventure. She's so I... campy. It's great. The boat's sinking. She's like, the boat's sinking. And we're like, we know. <laughs> is there three of them? Oh, that's no. a good question. Yes. Well, there is a sequel and then a remake. With well, that counts. in it. That counts for, uh... wait, the one in 2006? Yeah. Fergie, she's singing a uh, uh, jazz standard. Boat flips over. She slides right off the stage. Oh, shit. That's, um, oh, Kai, we can do this. Uh, okay, put it on the list. Put it on the list. We can absolutely do this. Yeah, uh, there's uh, Poseidon uh, Adventure, then Beyond the Poseidon Adventure, and then Poseidon. Yep. Mm-hmm. There yeah, I remember what I remember watching Poseidon Adventure or yeah, Poseidon Adventure when Poseidon came out. So it's been 15 years since I've seen it. Was that your protest? You were like, well, I'm not going to watch this one. I'm going to watch this first. <laughs> I, I OK. Fair point. When I was uh, I guess I was 14, 13. I was a little douchebag. And mm-hmm. I was a that. Contrarian. I was, oh, I was that kid. that was like, um. You gotta watch the real Poseidon adventure, not this garbage movie. And now I've grown up and I'm like, no, all movies are good. <laughs> Every single movie, including this one. That was I a like, statement, not a question. I, I know that my character on this podcast is essentially, I hate everything, and this is all silly and things. I genuinely try to find the good in every single movie. And I mean, that's yeah, that's why this movie, I was like, this is stupid, and I hate this. And by the I end, I was like, that was... I hear you want to like you just got to find a way to laugh like when they made those fucking like t-rex uh dragon baby fucking things flying around oh. i was just like all right i gotta laugh at those dumb this fucking movie is because what the hell like what kind of monster did they make you know what i'm talking they about? made scrappy doo at the end of the scooby-doo movie. thank you That's what it perfect was. yes with wings it is scrappy doo yeah. with wings with little chompers just 
and it's not it's not right. It doesn't sit right with me with actual fear. Uh, it just seems I'd laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was no legitimate fear in this movie. Like when I watched the original Jurassic Park, I'm like, there's a lot of really tense moments. That's because it's made by Steven Spielberg. This right. one, I was right. like, every single action scene. I remember when they were in the the garage with the the two jeeps. Mm-hmm. I turned to my girlfriend and was like, all right. There's gonna be a scare now, and then the um uh the monster came in, and I was like, perfect, yeah, nailed it. It's not a dinosaur; it's a fucking monster. Yeah, that's a fair thing to call it because it is not. We no longer th- have dinosaurs; we have monsters. I think Andrew Nilos might have said that to us, and that's why I I use that mm. terminology. I don't remember. It's and it's true; these things are fucking terrifying. I don't know. So there was the one monologue where there. He was basically like, yeah, we, we're not making dinosaurs. We're making what people think are dinosaurs and then altering them. Because now we just know that uh, dinosaurs are birds. <laughs> and Well, now apparently in this world, whales too. That, what did you think of the whale dinosaur? You know, I've wrote this down. I've always wanted to be Lori Petty in Free Willy. And okay. Okay. So okay. I, I, but I do not want to be Lori Petty in any other situation. Just <laughs> the one who gives uh, like is kind of like just really like tough with some random fucking like kid that like. Because it's the only time that Lori Petty's ever acted in a movie where she's not an adult mischief maker. And if there's one thing I can't stand is an adult mischief maker. She's always running around on on screen and she's like, wah, 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 wah. Gina Davis, baseball. Maybe. <laughs> oh, wait. What is she in with baseball? I should know this. A League of Their Own. That's what I should have guessed. I've, and I have not seen it. The entire movie, she's oh. sour with that voice. Man, 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 baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Part movie. Part of it is... Part of it is like she's doing an old timey accent, like but like the littlest bit, enough to make it like annoying. But it's still, yeah, she is pretty like. It doesn't have a. I'm sure it doesn't have more than. Uh, let's just do throw it in with like a Tom Hanks run. We'll just do Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we were gonna do that with Adam Sandler movies because we hate ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh... And we're going to invite Adam Sandler and Rob Snyder on to come on to the episodes and shit on their own I feel movies. like they're maybe, like, one of the people that, like, would, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. You know how, like, Taylor Swift shows up to weddings of her fans? Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, she did that recently. Yeah. But um, uh, to answer your question, I um I like the whale because I oh, love... That's um, funny like, timing. I love a marine biology... Oh, hold, um, on, hold on real quick. You're going to need to say what you said again because... Uh, <laughs> You perfectly froze right after you said that. <laughs> uh, oh, I said I love I love the whale dinosaur scene because uh, uh, I love like a marine biology show. When I see a dolphin in the air, I feel happy. I can't remember the last time I went to SeaWorld. Honestly, I don't think I have a logged in memory of being like in this environment. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we can't go now because of Blackfish. Mm. Yeah. SeaWorld. But SeaWorld's free, not the but best before one. Before we knew, it was great. Yeah, it's fun watching it's fun watching dolphins do tricks because they're just like they're they're like little children who like they're, they're just like always having a blast. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably a parallel to the Raptors. Do you think they're having a good time? In this movie they are, I think. Yeah. 
when they die, when they get thrown into a fucking grill of fire. (laughs) That was, I think that was a moment where I was like, yes, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) What, how did that blow up? It was, I was like off. And then I'm like, what? They just like, he, he threw the Raptor, like this dinosaur threw the Raptor so fast. It just like broke up, like it hit a propane tank. Like what? Yeah, I, I imagine it hit a propane tank and that it was still lit because everyone just ditched that place. I don't think the <laughs> I don't think the hibachi guy was like, oh, let me turn this off before I run away from the pterodactyls. All right, maybe. Well, he should have. Yeah, yeah. Safety, safety first. first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's in the fucking manual when they start working there. Absolutely. In case, but I, I just I do need to know. No, go ahead. No, I, I need to know what you think about Aunt Claire because I've I've shared that she is good. Oh. And I'm sorry that she is surviving in a capitalistic world. I'm sorry that she is forced to play middle management because let's let's not lie, she is not a higher up. She is the stage manager at an improv show. Sure. <laughs> She's <laughs> yeah. holding that shit together. Yeah, absolutely. Got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I understand that uh, it was, I guess, meant to be like a parallel to like Alan Grant not really liking kids and like kind of not really like relatively being detached um, from children. I guess you know I, I don't know. If- you know what I did like though? They didn't make it like a motherhood story where she learns to love children. I don't. I really love. I was like, good. Don't do that. We don't need that story. We did it in Jurassic Park with fatherhood. Yeah. We don't need it with motherhood here. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the I did kind of read into the face at the end where she's just looking into Chris Pratt's dumb face. And um, it just like I thought there was a little bit of like, we're going to get together and have a baby now. And I was just like, ugh, I don't know. So there was a little like she did kind of just like, I love you guys, you know, like at the end. Yeah. And actually, in a very humorous way, what, what was the what was the setup exactly? Because they were like, never leave us again. And she's like, oh, I'm never going to leave you guys again. They're like, oh, no, no, no. We met him. Yeah, I def- didn't like that because Definitely. when they entered, yeah, when they entered the scene, it was when she was wielding a gun, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So why did they then go to him and be like, he's the protector? When the second that they saw her after the outbreak is when she's being a badass. <sighs> because men, and because it's important to have it be known that <clears throat> Chris Pratt's a hero and he saved it. Yeah, he's the hero. <laughs> huh. The he- part I didn't like about that was how incredibly clunky that dialogue was Mm -hmm. yeah because it was basically exactly how you put it which was i'll never leave you no it was like don't ever leave us oh don't worry i'll never leave you oh we meant him it's like oh god no but then there was that awkward pause of oh definitely him and i was like oh that's harsh (laughs) uh but also yeah i don't know i guess sure yeah yeah i don't know I, I liked the scene when she was like uh, in the woods and he was like, you know, it's time to whatever. It's time to fight. And then she takes off her belt and she rolls her sleeves up and she does oh, a yeah. cute little tie. And then she stands there and poses. And it's like, I'm ready. Girl is ready. ready. Yeah. Yeah. That might have been in like the first half of it, because I remember watching that and being like, how did that help? That didn't help you at all. And then later on, I was like. Yeah, I'm I'm glad she did it. That was that was a fun little moment for her. Yeah, it's because a, she it's... was she was ready. She did it. And I'm sorry, but we as the audience are supposed to feel upset that she's not paying her nephews any attention. But it is the middle of a work day. Yeah. And she is at work. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
she got the fast pass. Like she was like, oh, I'll see you for dinner. I'll see you tonight. She's not cold hearted when when the the guys fell over the, the edge and like the very first casualties, there was like two guys who died. When she learned about that, she was like completely devastated. Mm, she was, immediately yeah. sprang into ap- action. I just feel like the, there's pushback to her because I spend a lot of time on Reddit and a lot of I was people. Say, I'm like, curious. Uh, a lot of people just they were like, "Oh, what a capitalist! What an evil, heartless person!" And it's like, well, what, what is she supposed to do? And then the minute there was trouble, she was like, "Okay, we have to shut down this part, and then this part, and then this part." And then she's like, "Oh, it's a lost cause." It's in her job to to to, to do it that way, and she I mean, again is middle management. Technically, she did save yeah. the day because she knows the place so well, and also was like, "Oh, okay, cool." You know, when the kid was like, "We need more teeth," she's like, "Cool, I'm gonna go get that giant ass fucking dinosaur," uh, and make what's his name, John Jackson? What's his fucking name from the new girl? I don't remember this actor's Jake name. Johnson. Jake Jackson. Johnson. She just, I I did like that one line where she's like, just. Do something for one in your uh, once in your life when like telling him to open the gate, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Why'd you have to make it personal?" I was like, "That's weird, <laughs> though." I, I like like that, that was though. that was mean, yeah. Oh god. I think. How about Lauren Lapkus being in this movie and not doing only, and she only had one oh. single line that they utilized her. This when she goes, her, when she goes, I have a bo- uh, I have a boyfriend, boyfriend, which is clearly oh, yeah. that was an improvised line from her. But like, if it felt like, why is why is Jake Johnson, John, uh, Jake Johnson, the funny one here? Like Lauren Lapkus is way funnier than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they should have switched those roles just so that we could get her to improvise over him. Yeah, and she's not in the next one. I'm sorry to break it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they didn't utilize her well enough. She and she also she said a line that if this was a comedy would have been the funniest line late read i've ever heard but because it's a serious movie it was the worst line read i've ever heard and i wish i could remember mm-hmm. the line but she mm-hmm. she at one point said something like oh no they're gonna get into the they're gonna get into the pen or something like that and Ugh. i was like oh don't don't say it like that but if it were a comedy oh funniest line i've ever heard in my life Maybe I just need to rewatch this and just completely log into that comedy mentality. I need to be better about that. I think this is I'm all right. I'm going to blame the podcast for a minute. I think it's making me be way more critical in a way than I've ever been about movies. Um, yeah, I, we're supposed to laugh, I think, like let go, I think, during some of this process. Right, Jim? Yeah. Like enjoy yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can start doing that. I'll do that for the next one. I'll find the joy in it. I just I don't know. <laughs> From my understanding, the next one, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I understand that that one gets, like, even more off the rails. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will just use one keyword here in that this is the SJW movie. The next, the next one? one? Is the, social, the next one is the Social Justice Warrior. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Jurassic World. Yeah. Okay. I'm not ready. So look, No, and it's bad at it. It's oh, the, Oh, I'm into it then. <laughs> yeah. Um, Judy Greer is in this movie, though. I should know who that is, and I'm really, I'm sorry, I don't. Violet, I'm really bad with names. Violet from Jawbreaker. Nope, never seen it. Oof. I gotta um, get my life together. I know. And all the other, all the other credits that she's been that I okay, <laughs> got on that list right now. Judy Greer, in, got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She's she's uh, she's the, she plays the role of the mom. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, she backdoored herself into this movie, which is one of the biggest franchises ever. Mm-hmm. And Halloween, she's in the newest Halloween trilogy. Yes, okay. so she is just popping off on these like end stage franchise additions. And you know she what? In, Secure your bag, Judy. She's in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So like also that yes. too. And I all feel, of those. I feel terrible because my first memory of this uh, of of Judy Greer's acting was uh, Thirteen Going on Thirty. Um, that, that's fine. That's a yeah. that's a perfectly fine movie to remember her for the first time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she was fine. I think there wasn't that the whole thing. She played off the fact that she was kind of just like, and I'm just a fucking friend, you know, that helps you figure it all out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I think she even like pointed it out in the movie. Um, if you've never seen Jawbreaker, you gotta watch Jawbreaker. Is it a horror film? Nope. Sounds it like is. one. <laughs> Do you think it was a movie where they break people's jaws? <laughs> no. Uh, um, she kind of witnesses an unintentional murder of a group's best friend. like, uh, And it's death by a jawbreaker, the candy. Mm. And in order for her to not tell the cops that she knows that these girls accidentally killed their friend they make her into the popular girl. So she changes her name from Fern to Violet. And Rose McGowan plays the most evil, insane person ever. It's very mm. iconic. It is, uh, oh my God, I was going to say Schindler's List. Oh my God, no. <laughs> it is, um, I can't wait to hear what. Heathers meets. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. You said it. It is Heathers meets uh, Mean Girls. I was going to say, the covers looks very Mean Girl, uh, or Mean Girls. I just pulled it up, yeah. I, I yeah, pulled up the is, Wikipedia, and it said exactly that. <laughs> it is very queer, by the way. I'm into I, that. Yeah I, yeah, I really want I love... Heather's, I thought, was like, had I seen it earlier, I would have loved it, but I saw it at a weird time in my life where I was like, ugh, I've seen this movie before, but it's the first movie of that But that, that was the kind. first one, right. Yeah. But... Jawbreaker is Heather's, but 90s and um, funnier, in my opinion. Oh, good. Yeah, because that was. I think the humor in Heather's might have been lost on me just from like the time, like the rhythm of jokes was different at the time kind of thing. Yeah. Well, they had a TV show, Heather's, a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, and that was, in my opinion, better than the Heather's movie which is a wild opinion. They made it so that um, I can't, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. The entire season is only on iTunes because it premiered, it was supposed to premiere, but then a school shooting unfortunately happened and there was a school shooting in the show. So they said, you know what, we'll just put it out on iTunes and people who want to buy it can buy it. And the people who don't, so don't. Good. Yeah. they didn't, yeah. they didn't air it on TV. So that's good, but it was much better because basically for the first few first few episodes is the movie's Heather, Heather's, and then the last few episodes is a huge plot twist that makes the movie Heather's better. All right, I I'm, I'll watch the show then. I want to. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to because everyone did praise it, and I it like you said it got it got a little bit buried because of the times. Yeah, that we're in. Well, something tells me if I look up the last school shooting, it still wouldn't be appropriate to watch it. And that'll probably be the case forever. Let's take a hot stance on guns, Jim. (laughs) I don't think my stance on guns is that hot, so. (laughs) 
Uh, Jim has uh, an entire bunker, not unlike uh, our friend from the Tremors franchise, uh, Bert Kummer. <laughs> Do you? Th- Go ahead. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I've I've shotguns before, and like it's fun, but like only in the context of shooting like clay pigeons. Uh, if when Why they're in they literally, I have no idea. Aren't they plates? They're yeah, plates. they're plates. I I shot a I when I shot a shotgun, I was maybe twelve years old. No, I didn't shoot a shotgun. I watched my friend shoot a shotgun. I shot a rifle. But anyway, I remember them saying like, "You're gonna shoot." I, I don't want to lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't shoot. know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, "They're gonna shoot clay pigeons," and I was so shocked that they weren't like <laughs> well-crafted pigeons made of clay. I was very mad by by the fact that they were just plates. They weren't real pigeons. No. No, and people probably shouldn't shoot real pigeons as well. This podcast is very anti-pigeon. <laughs> well, you know what they say, that they're rats, on, rats with wings. That's what New York... I've been to New York before. <laughs> oh, what a brag. They say, yeah. they say that pigeons are rats with wings. That's true. Um, I mean, yeah, they were out and about. I lived there for three years, and I just kind of got used to them just like, yeah, they own the street just as much as we do. Um, mm-hmm. They walk with confidence, and sometimes use the crosswalk. So I respect them most of the time. I, you know, I just figure they're all, like, on their way to work. Um, <laughs> so I don't bother them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I actually don't miss being surrounded by them constantly because they scare the shit out of me because they just like pop off because there's moving cars all the time. And I get constantly turned around in that city, even though like their numbers make sense and it's a grid fucking system. <laughs> uh, but I'd still get confused all the time about where I should be going. The last time that I was in New York, I, I don't think I can go back because it was so fun and I don't want to ruin it because I ended up going to this like almost eyes wide shut party yeah yeah and the the listeners can't see the reactions but okay okay reaction um no i went to uh i went to see avenue q with my friend tiffany uh who might be listening um and after avenue q we went out for drinks at like this gay bar but it was like cowboy gay bar Mm -hmm. the best kind (laughs) yeah and we were like well uh, and it in New York, like the gay bars aren't all together. It's just kind of like there's one here and one there and one there. So we, I mean, we were like, okay, so we're done here because we've been here for an hour. And then we like turned to the people next to us and we were like, where should we go? And they were like, oh, well, we're going to a party. Do you want to come? And we said, yes, because if you're in New York City and people invite you to a party, you, you say go. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we go, we trek forever. We just walk, 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 walk full glazed i'm like glazed with sweat so we get to this room and we get to this building we go through like all these passages and we get into this room and it's like really really rich people like drinking and like we also go drink and there's no windows but there's like a fire and there was no like weird slaying of anyone Mm, shame. Oh, so it's not that right. close to uh, eyes wide shut, but it was definitely like some sort of secret society. So we drank for a few hours and then said goodbye, and it was fun. That that does sound like a lot of I, like I've always wanted to like be invited to a party that was just like, oh, this is 
a much different vibe than the rest of the night has been. Okay, cool. Let's do well, this. Jim, do I have a tale for you? <laughs> it's not really much of a tale as much as just, just uh, I was luckily with uh, around like 20 uh, at the time that me and my idiot friends uh, got invited uh, by strangers to go to a, um, I don't know what you would call it, like a warehouse uh, party where you needed yeah. like a password to get in. Uh-huh. So yeah. cool. I don't remember what the fucking password is. Let's say it's Bryce Dallas Howard. Just in case we we'll get in trouble. Uh, Jim, can you say a celebrity's name? I'll put that as the password. The password um, is Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay, great. Uh, thank you, Bryce. Uh, and I remember like walking in and just being like so out of my element. Like I'm a kid who's like very sheltered from New Hampshire. I've never really drank that much before. But this is just a warehouse with a fucking full bar. Um, the people know like the police department, so they're not getting shut down kind of vibe. Um, and there are, uh, people with like, uh, fucking flying things of fire in the air and like people running around, uh, like on hula hoops and stilts and just fucking nonsense. Um, and like different rooms with different DJs playing different types of unnecessarily intensely loud music. Um, a back area where it was just like tense and it was, uh, tense full of people doing a copious amounts of, of drugs, just a, a variety of different cocktails of Let's get fucked up drugs. Um, I, I thought you said it was tense, like there was tension in the air. Yeah, I will never know yeah. <laughs> exactly what happened or what, uh, but I definitely ate some shit that I don't know how or what fucked me up. But I ate apples, and you never eat just random shit going around a tray in the drug area at a warehouse party. So that's Ooh. some advice I want to give out to everybody. Uh, because I just remember feeling really fucked up and unsafe. So what you do when you're feeling fucked up and unsafe is you then grab an entire handle of Jack Daniels from behind the bar and you continue to wander around a warehouse party drinking that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really remember a lot of the night other than I do remember some in and out dancing. I remember a long line waiting to go pee and talking to a lot of people about my life, I guess. Uh, and then just being at home and finding out from everybody else that I left like three or four, maybe hours at like got home after they did. And I have no idea where I was in the city of New York. Um, good times. Baby Kai figured out how to party. And yeah, that was, I would say probably, you got thrown into it. I got thrown into it hard. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, thank, I don't think I've ever been to it, a party as intense as that. Uh, the next level down would probably be Trolltacular, which was, that's what it was called when I was Troll Money. Uh, and Raymond, shout out to anybody who listens to this podcast who knows about Raymond parties. Um, yeah, but then I got to dance with my parent. So that's fantastic. That's the kind of party I want to be at. Um, your dad is, your dad's grinding with your friends. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, I had oh, to take no. that back. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't grind with them. Uh, as a joke, they thought it would be funny to grind with my dad, um, like fake, oh. not like, oh, yeah. Okay, that's a much different, that is a much different let me, story. Let me put that, ad- my dad was not grinding on my friends, I want to pull back real quick. Jake Johnson. He's a good guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Jake Johnson. did not do that. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, I'll, can I get a celebrity for my dad? Um, <laughs> 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 oh, Jake God. Johnson. Jake Johnson, perfect. Thank you. Oh, God. Sorry to come at you so hard on the podcast. Jake oh, Johnson. So you don't have any crazy party stories? What, Jim? You lo- I like you looked yeah, up to Jim. the side and you looked like you were looking at Jim on my screen, which oh, is perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess not. No. I've, I've never been to 
like a New York party. I've only had dreams of them. Uh, There's something stupid. The only the only time I've ever been to New York is doing like tourist shit because uh, mm. I just never. I, and my friends have always been like, eh, we're we're already in Philly. Why don't we just do that? Yeah. I don't care. Uh, nothing yeah. really. New York is better though. Yeah, I it's, yeah I it's know. Just, it's more reckless, is what it is, and it's full of a lot more of just like you know what? Why the fuck not? Let's keep going to that, and yeah. then all of a sudden it's six a.m. That's the <laughs> attitude of New York. It's just like yeah, fuck it, let's do it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. That's where so, you go to stop caring about your wellness and just go with whatever happens. <laughs> can I ask your honest opinion about these children in this movie? They're idiots and I hate them. That's the okay. only role of children in this franchise is for us to yell at them and be like, you stupid fucking child. <laughs> Why are you I, I doing the wrong thing? You're going to get everyone killed. I didn't care about them at all. Uh, I, in fact, when one of them was like, Mom and Dad's getting divorced. I was like, "Ugh, good. Drive to divorce. <laughs> it's your fault." Yeah, yeah I, I hate you. <laughs> I do like that. There was one line: uh, "We're gonna get arrested, have to shave our heads, and have to make root beer in the toilet." Which that I thought was, was good. funny. That was uh, funny. I yeah yeah yeah. I wrote that one down too. <sighs> yeah, sorry. Uh, David Wallace is gonna leave your family and go off and live a life at a and own a paper company. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> this is past that. It was weird seeing him in a movie. I will say that. Seeing... That's what my boyfriend said, because he's technically not an actor, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, also... Like a, he's like a manager of something. I, I would feel like, yeah. confidently, even himself right now, after being out of the movie, he'd be like, yeah, I did that movie, but I'm technically not an actor. <laughs> yeah, didn't they hire him on The Office? Because they were like, we need someone who knows how offices work, because we're all comedians. Oh, no way. Actually, yeah, that's, that's cool. And now he's a dad that... I don't know, is upset that they didn't get to do breakfast one more time before the kids got to go get... Ten, That's like, my favorite Britney Spears eaten. song. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I didn't get to do breakfast one more time? Breakfast one more time, yeah. <laughs> oh, it sounds like something she yelled at her personal chef at a young age. <laughs> Hashtag free Britney. I just need to put that out there. Yeah, I imagine her as Richie Rich as a child, and I don't think it's the case. Did she have a McDonald's no. in her house? Or no? What was her vibe? No. Early on during the uh, Disney days. I think they were very, very, very poor until she came out with music. Okay, which was what? Even like, even during the um, the Mickey, Mickey Mouse Club days? Yeah, no, they didn't pay anything. They paid scale, which just means that she basically yeah, okay. had a job. Who? I was going to say she had minimum wage, basically. Yeah. I did not know that. I got to learn more. I got to honestly, I haven't watched that documentary. I got to I gotta check it out. Oh, so you have Jawbreakers, Heather's the TV show. <laughs> The Sign Adventure, movies you're watching next, and then uh, and then Britney Spears. Move Britney to the top. Okay. We have any, uh, let's you. see. She was in Crossroads, right? Mm-hmm. So what other movies can we get? We need to do a Britney Spears run on the podcast. Austin, we'll also... Austin Powers. Okay. Yeah, she was at Austin Powers. She usually uh, shows up as Britney Spears in movies. Okay. She played a hardcore lesbian in Will and Grace. And by that, you mean she just made out with another woman? Yeah, she listed all the kinks that she was into. It was really fun. You could tell a gay person wrote the script. Hi. Okay, that's awesome. Yay. I like that when you can actually feel that, because you can absolutely tell when that isn't the case. Yeah. I think the last time you were on here, the Free Britney movement was like, it wasn't at its uh, beginnings, but it wasn't quite what it is now. Like, it was still like... 
it like the pod that podcast uh what's the podcast is it britney's britney's instagram mm. uh britney's gram britney's gram they're the ones that broke the story and they had broke it probably like a year or two before then but mm-hmm. it like it has just now gotten like really hot <laughs> now that she has a she she got to pick her own lawyer hell yeah I'm sorry. I'm looking up what Britney Spears says on um, Will and Grace. She gets a, she gets one line. No, it's the it's the line about the lesbian. Okay, she goes. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I'm not who you think I am. My real name is Peg, and I'm a hardcore lesbian. I'm into leather play, butch black girls, skunking, pulling the blinds, poodle balling, whatever you got. I'll eat it, snort it, or ride it, baby. Wow. Yeah. I cannot see Britney Spears saying those words. She does it really good. Oh, wow. She was in a lot of... She, she was in more movies than I expected. I thought we were going to say more movies than I've been in. <laughs> well, that's also true. She's been in more than no movies. So, yeah, she's done it. She was in Pauly Shore is Dead, like everyone else in the world. They made a movie called Pauly Shore is I've Dead. I've never seen that movie, but everyone is in that movie. Yeah, it... it uh, it's a mockumentary made by Paulie Shore, and everyone was in it at the time. Oh, that's, I that's wild. love Paulie Shore. If he calls you up and you're an actor, no matter what you're doing, you think you say yes to whatever the fuck he wants to do? <laughs> yeah, even if you're not an actor. When I was a teenager, I watched, I used to love watching his movies. They were so stupid and, mm-hmm. like, exactly the right way. Like, Biodome was a very meaningful movie to me. <laughs> yeah. But when he's, like, he's actually a good actor. Like, when his feelings get hurt, he really, he shows that in the Yeah, script. he he doesn't just say the weasel. Uh, and that's it. That's <laughs> that's all I've got with uh, my Pauly Shore humor. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weasel in the juice. Weasel in the juice. Yeah, I am all on board with wow. doing a run of Polly Shore movies on this podcast at some point. It will yeah. be up at some Encino point. Man, Biodome, yeah. um, the the son-in-law, son-in-law. Oh my God, son-in-law. Uh, what was the what was the the court one? I don't know uh, court, but I liked in the army now. Yeah, oh, that the was the now. was that Jury with Diddy. that was That's with Andy was. Dick, right? Jury, he did that with yeah. Andy Dick. Lori Petty is in that movie. <laughs> yeah andy dick was in on in the army now okay yeah oh my god that's it's my nightmare honestly i'm from a re- marine family my pepe was a recruiter for a long ass fucking time oh that's my nightmare oh no don't you dare and i can't because i'm bipolar and i uh i don't know what other things do i have going on for me that they no can i go into the military from bipolar they let us do that i thought you were gonna say bisexual and they, i'm like no they changed that Oh no, I'm. You're not. You can be queer now. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Only uh, by, only by. I was gonna say openly queer. Is that allowed? Oh wait, is uh, probably not. I mean, like, what do right? you mean? Like, if I show up with like an undercut and like my hair is like really loud and well, like make motherfuckers, change. I am here. <laughs> well, don't ask, don't tell was essentially like, yeah. yeah, you can be gay in the army, but if we find out, you're out. So technically, you over. can't be. You're like, yes, that's how it works out. I am out. Yes, you did it. <laughs> yeah. You understand this. <laughs> yeah. I talked to a gay, like, high-ranking soldier at Woody's one time. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, this was when like The Walking Dead first started. And I said to him, I was <laughs> so drunk. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you tell me if there's anything fishy going on with like secret <laughs> projects that the military is working on. And he was like, what, like yes. <laughs> because you're, wait. wait, because like, we're both gay. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you tell me right now. Just tell me the truth. The but yeah, no. you got to tell me. So something's being planned. I don't know what it is, but I could see the fear in his eyes that he was like disclosing something to me by saying yes, that they're working on something weird and secretive. Tight. I, how to reanimate it could be the raptors it could be how to reanimate <laughs> lives it could be uh, a counter podcast to our podcast and i really hope it's not and it, it where they where they just watch pitch perfect three <laughs> yeah, over and over and over again yeah only watch war, uh, army movies that sounds terrible like not war movies specifically army movies oh that sounds terrible. no just in the army now over and over and over Oh, I, I said Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> we will only do one movie over and over and over again for this podcast. There are um, podcasts that yeah. do that. Well, ours is maybe uh, being John Malkovich. It's up like that would be the one exception that we would do. But aside from that, that, I don't it think it's a single movie. boring, but I know it's not. Oh, mm-hmm. it's it. No, it's good. It's a it's... thriller, right? It's you, right? It's <laughs> to show you. He's like a stalker boy. Oh, um, no, no. No, being John Malkovich is literally, uh, it's, okay, so it's John Cusack, and, uh, oh, you're already saying no. Okay, Hen says no. <laughs> no, thinking, John, no, you, no, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Okay, John oh, Cusack. I was going to say, uh, yeah. Cameron, Mr. Ripley. Cameron Diaz a little oh. bit. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, not that movie. <laughs> he okay. goes into the seventh and a half floor, if I'm not mistaken, where... It's just this tiny, tiny thing where you have to crawl, and it's in his office is the tiny, tiny door, and you go inside the tiny door, and you go inside of John Malkovich's head. That sounds like Coraline. Is that what happens in Coraline? You she go into John Malkovich's door. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That. <laughs> that's all. That's basically it. But being <laughs> John Malkovich. Tiny doors. What head would you want to take a tiny door to, Hen? Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that he would ask me such a personal question. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know who John Malkovich is. Is he the man who says I'd rather not? How do I describe? <laughs> well, you're gonna have to narrow that down just a little bit. Um, There's a man in a cubicle, and he and the boss goes up to him, and he says, "I'd prefer not to," or something like that, over and over and over until the movie's over. Is that? Wait, are you thinking of Office Space? No. Okay. Okay. Yes, it, yes in the setting. It's an office and the man oh, okay. the manager goes up to the man and he says, "Oh, this. the the report the report is due." Jim, that am I doing it? Terrifying. I wasn't ready yeah. for that. That well that's John Malkovich. <laughs> that is not yeah. John Cusack. No. Do you want to see a picture of John Malkovich with a scarf on? Will that make you feel better? A little that's scary, John- yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't that's, know if he, that's it's... more of his vibe actually. That yeah. that picture. Yeah. John Malkovich, he's a person. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to go into John Malkovich's head, though. It sounds very stressful and I, gooey I, and gross. <laughs> uh, I would just because of that movie. I don't know. I don't know any actor that I would. Wait, is the actor that you're saying, Hen, I wanna... the, the person whose name you can't think of? Yes. 
<laughs> okay. No, but there's a movie that must be very similar to being John Malkovich just by what I heard. And there, the manager goes up to him. He works in a cubicle. And the manager is like, please submit the report by 2 o'clock today. And then the man goes, I'd rather, I'd prefer not to. And then the manager walks away and is like, well, that was weird. And then, like, the next day, they're like, okay, for real, you got to submit the report. And then he said, I prefer not to. And instead, so it's like the opposite of the yes man. So he just oh. ke- keeps turning just everyone keeps saying down. No. Hell yeah. That sounds like a lovely time. Into, into the point where I think he loses his home and his job, and then the movie's over. The movie that's the but opposite it's like, of yes man. Yeah. I'm open to it. I'd it's watch not it. Willard, because Willard is about giant rats. What is the opposite of a yes man? Contrarian. Okay. Bernard. Her Thanks, name, his Reddit. name is Bernard. Okay. Where'd that come from? Because I was thinking names. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Look Stuff Up Online. Uh, what do you think about the idea of a prequel to Being John Malkovich, where it's uh, it overlaps into Being John Malkovich, where uh, it's into Being John Cusack? Um, yes, and, then, and Joan... Like, and jo- or Joan, I don't know. Maybe jo- I, I, and no, Joan's there because I don't yeah, want her you, to be lost. So she's sure. in, on the screen. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we just have off movies. If each one of those characters has like people inside their heads and little tiny doors that go to Cameron Diaz's head, maybe don't they have a monkey? I um, met her. Oh, I bumped into her physically and she's yelled at me. What were you gonna say? <laughs> but, but but I buried the lead because I didn't. That's my trick. So <laughs> I, was working, I was working at Target. And Cameron Diaz was shopping, and I said, oh, boy. So I was, like, one aisle behind her at all times, just, like, peeking around the corner. And then eventually she turned around and she said, I'm not her. So she knows. This woman knows that she looks just like uh, Cameron Diaz. Was... But I tell everyone that I met her because no, I believe you. you. Honestly, I like to believe that was Cameron Diaz who <laughs> said I'm not her, and it was, yeah. If you see an orange circle... And you say that is an orange circle. No one's going to tell you that's not an orange circle. If you see, I saw Cameron Diaz and we spoke, but it wasn't her, but it was the same appearance as her. So I did meet her. And I'm to be fair, to that. I don't really have confirmation that the person I physically bumped into was Cameron Diaz, other than the she fact that I was in Soho, I bumped into somebody, I went, uh, we both nasty at each other, and then I doubled back to be like, "Holy shit, that's Cameron Diaz." Maybe it was my lady. Could be. Uh, maybe I'm. Or maybe we, honestly, I would love a movie about just this one person and how it's all bringing us together on this podcast. Uh, I, I, I've told this story probably like not even a story, whatever. I've told this to a few people for a long time, and I was always like, "What the fuck, Cameron Diaz?" But now I think about it. If Cameron Diaz got, like, maybe I was, like, the 10th person Cameron Diaz got bumped into physically that day. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know what it's like to be a person that gets bumped into regularly or a celebrity. Um, I don't want to I don't want to be that person. It sounds terrible. Jim, let's not get famous. Okay, I won't. I just I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out if my friend had met Cameron Diaz and she gonna... said she was rude. Um, but I don't think it was Cameron Diaz because I don't want to call out Cameron Diaz on a, <laughs> on a recording. Oh, sure. Whatever. We've already kind of given Rob Snyder a hard time, but we can't we can't That's shit true. on Cameron Diaz. OK, so uh, who did your friend meet that was rude to them? I don't remember. I was trying to look it up. I thought it was Cameron Diaz. And because of Charlie's I, Angels. 
Like, do you think it was maybe Drew Barrymore instead? Might might have been Lucy Liu. Um, I I don't remember. Oh wait, <laughs> I think it was Drew Barrymore actually. Um, I know, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try and see if it is. Is it? Is this I literally the only connection to this? Is just Charlie's Angels? Is this? This is why you got this mixed up. It was Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah. Jesus she Christ. Said, she was like, I talked to Drew Barrymore, and I was like, What happened? And she was like, I met her in uh, Singapore, and mm. she, I saw her, and I was like, Hey, you're a person I recognize. Hi, Drew Barrymore. And she was like, Hey, I'm on vacation, so. Could you please? Yeah, like, but some was your away. friend, probably. Yeah, she was. So you got that in common. Anyway, yeah. look at us just existing as I regular have people. I have for uh, um, uh, Drew Barrymore because she had that show on Netflix, Santa Clarita Diet, and mm-hmm. yeah, yep. they said yep. the narrative is that Netflix canceled it, but Drew didn't want to do the show anymore. Are you serious? Because I was having such a good time with that show. That's my theory, and it is true, because I mm-hmm. I just have a vibe. Okay. Maybe because she's she doing, like, E.T. 2 right now, and she's got shit to no, do. Just, she know? just gets bored with the same project. This talk show is not going to last forever, I tell you that. <laughs> Why wasn't the... there a third Charlie's Angels movie? Because is, uh, Drew said no, probably. Is uh, David Letterman going to come on and flash her on her talk show? That was iconic teenage like like 20 like 17 to like 25 drew barrymore when she had like flowers in her hair and was mm-hmm. like a 90s kid that was good era but yeah after that no. santa clarita diet drew barrymore no done with it that's you're over it. yeah okay and i'm sorry we already have the kelly clarkson talk show you can't do drew barrymore wants to all i'm gonna say is that if you want to be Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> then be Gwyneth Paltrow. But there already is one. Wait, Gwyneth wait, Paltrow. wait, wait. Again, it happened where the internet got fucked up, where you said, "All I'm gonna say," and then it stopped for me. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm gonna say is that there is only one Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. and she's already being Gwyneth Paltrow. So, Drew, if you want to be Gwyneth Paltrow, you can't. And no matter, it doesn't matter how many hours of your talk show that you clock, you can't just peddle vanilla candles your way into being Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm sorry. I said it. That is the, that's the quote of the episode. I was going to say, that's the quote of the episode. Honestly, (laughs) Jim. Peddle vanilla candles into being Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh my god. Normally I like reach out to Jim and think like with a couple like different options. I'm not even gonna bother with that. Thank you for making it so easy for us. That's great. Now I'm mad. What? That's not the <laughs> one you want? No, no, I want I'm just thinking about Drew Barrymore and Gwyneth Paltrow and I'm sorry I made you enter this mental space. Like <laughs> is, now I'm gonna drink. No, I'm just no. No, I just I have feelings about uh every celebrity. I feel you. I like, uh, I like Bryce Dallas Howard is what I'm trying to say. I mean, that's fair. I uh, I was going to say one of the things that that I really enjoyed her in is when I when I finally stepped uh, or like I finally got to round to being like, all right, I guess I'm going to watch Black Mirror. Everyone keeps talking about this shit. Um, I accidentally watched season three, episode one, Nosedive featuring her uh, and thought that was the first episode of the franchise. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's not. The first one is a man fucking a pig, uh, which I think is a terrible way to start this show. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like the show. He but, was went, well, that's the worst uh, thing that ever happened, and I'm never going to talk to my son again. So like, anybody listening, if you haven't watched Black Mirror, don't watch that one first. Do watch season three, episode one, Nosedive, where it, you know we're all rating each other with our cell phones, and you can lose ratings and only you know that sets your status as a human it's terrifying and it's real and uh, yeah, she was great in that. from a yeah. community i enjoyed it i thought that she did a really great job in that bryce um, directed a few episodes of uh um baby yoda oh no shit the mandalorian yeah mandalorian that's right no the show's yeah. called baby yoda we changed it <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like a Muppets uh, Star Wars uh, version of the event. I want that. That's <laughs> they should definitely do like Muppet Babies, but Star Wars. Yeah, I would be so in for that. But Baby Yoda becomes even smaller. Baby Yoda. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of little Fetal Yoda. Uh, oh, I don't um, that's right. That. Yeah. I hate to say no, it. That's good. You said it. Now you got to no, it. I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm going to ignore that and completely uh, take us into a different zone here. We are at that point where it's time to make sure that if there's any things you didn't get to talk about about this movie, uh, let's get some final notes out here. So, oh, yeah. uh, Hen, I'm going to buy you a minute. Um, Jim, do you need me to buy you a minute? Um, I just need to open my notes app. So, yes, I need a minute. <laughs> That's great. Well, the best part about this is I'm the editor, so I can give us as much many minutes as possible. Um Oh, uh, I, mean, I, was... I have I have a quote from my girlfriend okay, uh, that was, was pretty funny. I'm always about him. Yeah. What did Rachel say today? She pointed at a random a background character and said, is that Kira Knightley? Uh, was and it? That was <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the random background character was not Kira Knightley. But then we proceeded to do impressions of Kira Knightley for the entire movie. And it didn't help that there was a British woman uh, who showed up in the very next scene. For us, the to assistant. Do. Yeah. yeah yeah which i will yeah. say i did want to ask um real quick did when you saw the scene of her uh being you know grabbed up by the pterodactyl and then being uh the pterodactyl then being chomped on by the giant whale monster dinosaur i assume based on the the chomp with the pterodactyl getting the 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 chomp she's got eaten alive right she got swallowed alive and she's going to exist alive for a minute inside of that whale monster right well but whose stomach is she ending up in well, you're right, because she's partially uh, half eaten by the pterodactyl. No, she's not. She's just no. She was just on, on the. She was just being held by that. Right, so right, right. She'd Never be mind. Eaten you're right. By the the whale. Yeah, she's getting eaten by the whale, but she's gonna probably live in the whale with like a fucking little candle and like survive for a while. <clears throat> um, that's what I assume is gonna happen. I'm not sure. Yeah, we just kept calling that woman Kira Knightley the whole movie. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just us saying. Well, you can't have love, actually, the entire movie. <laughs> I liked the, I also liked the secretary. I think she must have had a few deleted scenes because it felt undeserved oh. that she got violently murdered. Yeah. Um, are, are these murders, by the way, or are these killings? Uh, I mean, okay. they're smarter than they have been ever, the dinosaurs, and they're making decisions like head nodding at Chris Pratt and being like, I got you, bro. I'm going to kill this dinosaur real quick. Uh, I don't know if any of you saw that head nod um, that the like blue gave Chris Pratt, Pratt like a, I got you, one sec. I, just, I thought mm-hmm. that that was so they're smart. Of, Who knows? 
that that was i love that part i was like the t-rex has respect for a raptor that's oh. so stupid i love oh. it when they're done fighting that fucking monster yeah the fact that the t-rex and the raptor are like hey we cool yeah yeah, yeah. let's not fight each other also do you want to eat these humans neither one i'm like no nah, i'm good all right well i guess we'll go right. back into the park what the fuck that doesn't make any sense but yeah they're smart enough i guess i'm assuming they have yeah. the this the same intelligence if not more intelligence than human beings right in this movie am i wrong i i wouldn't say more than okay I, and i wouldn't even say the same um but i do think that they're smarter than they're supposed to be and smarter in different ways because right. those raptors yeah. are definitely smarter in ways that you and i are not smart well yeah so are bears fair fair bears know no. more about hibernation yeah. than i'll ever know um this but, movie is God. deep blue sea <laughs> okay yeah okay okay yeah, i'm open to it yeah yeah i uh, wish less people survived just like deep blue sea uh and that ll cool j was in this movie but we can't all get what we want yeah i wish yeah. that at the end of it chris pratt did a rap about yeah. the movie that we had just seen <laughs> and I he's like the 90s yeah. you killed my raptor <laughs> and then <laughs> the raptor. yeah yeah oh a raptor got it thanks yeah jesus we're, we're professional comedians, people. <laughs> I have a few notes, but I don't know if any of them are good anymore because I used I used up all my plot, all I mean, my little plot points already. That's fair. I did. I said, I'm, I'm in the age bracket between. OK, so I think I'm older than you, Hen. I think I'm, I'm 34. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, you're older than me. Yeah. Tight. Um, uh, OK, <laughs> whatever. But I mean, like, I, I know that. Uh, Jim, you're like ballpark only the five years younger than me, but I don't know where you exist in all of this. But yeah, um, Phil of the future was all I could think about for <laughs> the older brother in this movie. Am okay. I wrong? Yeah, I that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's not Phil of the future. That's totally not. Um, I would say. Um, that's the, I was yeah. just gonna say that um, uh, the wig that. Bryce Dallas Howard is wearing is giving me big uh, Rose from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead vibe. Mm. Uh, probably the exact same wig. Um, I, I have a theory that every film or TV show should have $5,000 extra dollars in the wig budget. That's I, just my personal. If it works uh, for Shit's Creek, it should work for every other fucking piece of content out here. <laughs> I said I hear Jessica Chastain plays a dinosaur. That's just a joke because everyone confuses her with Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> It's a dumb joke. Happens. Um, I wrote here, I did not ask to be a third wheel on this weird X dynamic. Um, and I think I already, yeah, I think that's my final notes. Anybody have any yeah. uh, any other last feelings? Um, the only one I, I really wanted to say was uh, the final fight was very anime to me. Yeah, like, it, it looked was like shit. And I, I really, but like I liked it for that reason. Because it I was mean, like over the top and stupid, and a raptor explodes, and then the T Rex comes out and is like, "Yeah," which is a very—it's just a very anime thing to me. Mm. And then they have respect for each other, and I was like, "Yeah, you do have respect. Cool. Okay. Well, good job, guys." I mean, when the raptor like crawls up on top of this monster, I'm in. I think it's pretty cool, I guess, but also. Was he the only one that lived? Blue's the only raptor that lived, right? He he did live. I I don't remember if he's the only one that well, lives though. Barbe barbecue raptor's dead. There's no doubt in my fucking mind on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um 
And Blue then, is gay, right? Blue's gay. Yeah, no, no, no okay. doubt in my mind. Um, yeah. yeah, for for they have a rapport. Uh, they're in the way they were looking yeah, at each he's other. Into come Chris on, Pratt. he's totally <laughs> into Chris Pratt. I mean, Delta's dead now, so he's got to have someone on the side. It's Chris Pratt. I mean, he's the alpha after all. Wait, Daddy. isn't Blue a girl? <laughs> oh, really? Didn't they uh didn't they specify Blue was a girl, or did they specify Delta was a girl? Oh no, they're all girls. Oh, cool. Oh yeah, okay. Well then, I would imagine they're pretty gay. At least a couple of <laughs> all them. All of them. All girls are gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jim's heavy stance on the podcast. That's my oh, favorite part Fallon of the podcast. Has a cameo. He does. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I thought that was a poor choice. I think it took me out of the film too much, and I just was like not happy that he was I, like in there. I thought it was a perfect choice because, Ugh. well, I mean, it's based off of the fact that he does the Universal rides, but I thought it was perfect because he is the exact celebrity that a dinosaur theme park would choose for that ride. It's exactly <sighs> the right amount of cheese. We're all going to die one day. I just wanted my... Jimmy Fallon's got to narrate it with a old-timey gunshot noise for some reason. No, just thinking about him reminded me that we're all humans and we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally real. Um uh, yeah, that's the I love that. That's that's the we're transitioning into promotions with that. <laughs> I feel like the next logical thing to talk about we're all going to die is in the meantime, uh before you die, hen, what's what's going on with your life? What do you want to what do you want to promote? <laughs> well, uh you can check out my um improv team that I'm on. It's called Smoke Break. We do get. live virtual shows. They're free. And um, you just search Smoke Break Improv on the Facebook and we will show up. And it is a narrative story. We are the same characters every single, we call them episodes, uh, because it is a sitcom. I think at this and point we've, you're the th- we've had two of your uh, teammates, actually, at this point as well uh, on wow. the podcast. Uh, Andrew Marshall. Yep. So uh, you, you're is, all yeah. getting you're getting your if at this point, listeners, you're not looking up smoke break. You need to get your shit together. <laughs> we this season, it's our third season, just like a TV show uh, takes place at a QVC like, um, you know, television sales marketplace. And it's about all the shenanigans. You can enjoy jokes such as uh, sun cooked meat was a heavy uh, plot point in one episode. Uh, haunted dolls mm-hmm. is a major recurring theme so you can look forward to that i will be on stage at some point in the next year <laughs> and that's all i have to say to promote myself i have a podcast called uh fright train and bill rick and i are reviewing this weekend the three uh fear street movies that just came out on uh netflix Ooh. well i'm either so. gonna Strike it from the episode uh, because he says no. Uh, but we got to get fucking Bill on this podcast. Bill Rick will be on the podcast because we said it, so therefore it has to happen. We did say it directly to him when we had Ellen on. Yeah, so we're going to get his butt back here to talk about something soon. Ugh. Uh, yes, I am all for it. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about this movie that I am trying to figure out how to enjoy at the moment. <laughs> you just gotta let it go i'm gonna watch it ride. again i think like i think this is a movie that i probably will watch again for some reason i think you'll like life. the next one because yeah it's, it's worse storyline wise but 
they do a better job of doing like horror. So it's more scary. Which, great. I'm going to hate it more. I don't like scary. <laughs> That's scary in the way that like the first one was. Like mm-hmm. it's not frightening. It's just good. Yeah. I mean, it's tense. Yeah. Good. I, I, I don't know. I have a mixed relationship. I'd rather, I'd rather have, yeah, I like suspense. I think I'm, I have a weird, like, I don't like it, but I kind of like how much I don't like it vibe with the suspense. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. What's up? Do you have the ability to put on like a, a sound clip? What do you mean? On uh, the, after, we like, haven't, like, we haven't tried it yet, but yeah. why not? Are we going to get sued or, by somebody? No, that or just promise me, I'll send you the link. You have to watch the, I think it's the LA Gay Men's Chorus singing a song to Laura Dern about Laura Dern. Oh, no. I mean, if we hit them up and ask them if we can put it on the episode, we'll see what they say. I'll send you <laughs> the link to the song. It's really, it's about the most powerful gay moments uh, in movies in the past year. And then, so they sing a bunch of um, gay moments on in movies, and then they transition it to be about Laura Dern being a strong, uh, she's not queer, but she's played strong queer, you know. She gives gay. She gives gay. Yeah, she seems like um. Uh oh, I can't even think. I can't even name like a queer icon that's a straight woman or not necessarily <laughs> uh, straight. Well, okay, so here's yeah, one for me. I mean, I, I'm always happy to to talk about it, but I mean, like the like I geek out over uh, Patrick and and David Rose's relationship in Shit's Creek. Uh, Patrick, the actor, not gay. Um, and I think uh, Dan Levy identifies as pansexual, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, Dan, get at me if I'm wrong. Um, but I love how much, like, internet, uh, how that blew up and, like, it, you know, they got their split hashtag. And just, like, that show um, is so great for, like, uh, like my parents fucking love that show. So, like, I think it's so great. Like, I'm not to shit on my parents, but I'm from New Hampshire. So it's great for, like, let's get more some of their friends who might have not had great awareness about some queer people and all that fun stuff. And I'm not mad that a straight man is playing that role. It brought me so much mm-hmm. joy. Like, thank you, wherever you are, actor, that Noah, Noah something. I, I listen to his fucking songs. From the boat. He, uh, he sings that, like, Simply the Vest From the arc. Uh, cover. Uh, yes, the arc. Yeah, uh, Noah's arc sings Simply the Vest by Tina Turner, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm for it. I'm all for him existing and doing the thing because without this stupid fucking queer relationship, I wouldn't be crying to that version of that song so fucking mm-hmm. much every single week. So thank you, straight man, is what I'm saying. Um, thank you so for much. For being who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so brave. Oh, I think that's it. Jim, do you have anything else to say? Do you want to... Is Liza Minnelli queer? No, she has a gay dad, and she is for the gays. So Okay, then she is the perfect example of what I'm trying to say about Laura Dern. <laughs> and add us if you disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and agree, and agree. Add, add, add them. You guys uh, are the best. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. We love Bye, you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Go watch... Something uh, other than Jurassic World. <laughs> go watch Cabaret. <laughs> Ooh, it's a good one. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. 
And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.